But, but like it will impact please. people on the ground. So I am wondering if you can answer the question, do you support expanding the Supreme Court? I, I, I'm really not focused on it. Um, and I think that too often the politics in Washington has been about the politicians. A key tenet of your Republican opponent's campaign is a claim that you voted 96% of the time with President Biden while in office. Have you? And if so, is that a problem? I have voted to support the people of Georgia. And they're the ones I'm thinking about every single time. In your writings and your teachings, you've repeatedly praised Marxism and the redistribution of income. Can you here and now for all Georgians renounce socialism and Marxism? Listen, uh, I believe in our free enterprise system. And uh, my dad was a small business owner. Raphael Warnock, the Democrat, is getting a lot of attention, a lot of the heat. Some comments he made in 2013 about the nation of Islam getting some attention now. A quote from Warnock is, and, we, and so we've needed the witness of the nation of Islam and a real sense when to put a fire under us and keep us honest about the meaning of the proclamation coming from our pulpits. So do you think you would support or could support, would you consider supporting a bill that Republican pro-choice senators had put forward in order to codify Roe. For me, it's not about Republican, Democrat. It's what not about, about this distinction that it protects religious workers or sort of people of religious conscience who don't. I, want to I would. I would need to see the the text okay. of the bill. I mean, that's part of what it means to be a, a good legislator. I, I take it very seriously. Work for the people of Georgia. I'm honored to do it every single day. Rachel, ABC. Thank you so much for taking my question. We've been talking to a lot of voters who say the economy is a top issue for them. Democrats have been in control of the White House, of Congress for the past two years. Inflation has soared. Why should Georgia voters give you another chance? We are still in the throes of a pandemic that dragged on for more than two years. So the Braves, do you think think they should rethink their name, their logo, or their signature cheer? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm praying for the Braves right about now. Uh, they, they, they've got a ways to go here. Uh, listen, the, the management of the Braves is meeting with our tribes, and they're having a conversation about this. And I know the folks over at the Braves organization, and I trust that they and the tribes that they're talking to will come to a place that makes sense for all involved. Senator Warnock, Eva McKenna, thank you for doing this and taking our questions. You sidestepped f- quite a few questions Friday night at the debate. Are you being as transparent as you possibly can be with Georgia's voters? Absolutely. But for instance, on President Biden, whether he was going to, whether you would support him running again in 2024, you didn't answer it, as well as a number of other questions. No, I, I think you need to take seriously what I'm saying. Because I mean, part of the problem with our politics right now. It's, it's all about the politicians. And so I'm, I'm not going to do what the pundits want me to do. I'm going to do what the people of Georgia hired me to do. In Miami, you have faced criticism from some Republicans over comments you've made in, the, in past sermons that some interpret as being anti-police, anti-military, disparaging of Israel, and you've been called out. I know my two senators from Florida were down there in, or up there in Georgia. You've been called out for calling Cuban dictator Fidel Castro's legacy complex. Can you explain what you mean by complex? And can you tell us about, you know, this portrayal of you? Uh, 
they're, they're saying a lot of things, apparently. Uh, he has nothing to do with me. Never met him, never invited him. Uh, I believe in the American system of free enterprise. This is the same old politics of division and fear. That race in Georgia is heating up, and the Democrats will do just about anything to keep their man Raphael Warnock in office. But it seems like every day more disturbing information comes out about Warnock, like his past as a slumlord. Warnock's the head of the Ebenezer Baptist Church, which owns an apartment complex in the MLK Village in Atlanta. The place is disgusting. According to the Free Beacon, there's trash everywhere. Elevators are broken. People in wheelchairs are being told to walk up the stairs. Instead of taking care of the building and its residents, the church decided to pay Warnick thousands of dollars a month to cover his housing costs. And you better believe he does not live here. Not only that, residents were evicted for not making rent during the pandemic, for being short $28. But the senator doesn't care. Senator, the Free Beacon has had a few stories on this apartment complex. Um, you have said that, you know, you are not deputy manager. We had that same response from Columbia Residential, who has told us the same thing, that they handle the day-to-day operations. But you are the head of the Ebenezer Building Foundation. Do you bear some responsibility as head of that foundation for what happens at that building? I'm proud of the work that Ebenezer continues to do on behalf of the most marginalized members of the human family. On on Friday in the debate, you said that reports that a foundation affiliated with your church, Ebenezer Baptist Church, attempted to evict low-income tenants during the pandemic from a a housing complex are not true. But those are reports based on court filings against those tenants, and the state of Georgia is now also investigating that foundation for not properly registering as a charity. So how do you reconcile all those documents with the, not, with the denial of the story? Well, I'm actually glad you asked that question, because this is one more example of Herschel Walker and his allies lying. First of all, there were no evictions, and the Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that. And... My church has no direct involvement in the day-to-day operations of that apartment building. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported that. We pray for the people of Cuba in this moment. We remember Fidel Castro, whose legacy is complex. Don't let anybody tell you a simple story. Life usually isn't very simple. His legacy is complex. Kind of like America's legacy is complex. While we focus on political prisoners in Cuba, you saw the folks standing here this morning. If some people get slapped on the hand for the same crime and others go to federal prison, then we too have our own political prisons. Do you embrace uh, the Reverend Wright? And let me focus on the the sound bites, for lack of better words, but certainly he has said things like GD America um, and the things that he said, you know, the critical things even of Senator Clinton never having to grow up and, you know, just a personal attack on her. Do you embrace that? Is that something you would do, sir, in your church? We celebrate uh, Reverend Wright in the same way that we celebrate 
the truth-telling tradition of the black church, which uh, when preachers tell the truth, very often it makes people uncomfortable. And I think that the country has been done a disservice by this constant playing over and over again of the same sound bites outside of context. But Absolutely. here's the problem, is that, is that the media is being criticized for using sound bites of Reverend Wright and taking it out of context. Things that are rather stunning and shocking to many Americans who hear him, if not most Americans. Here's the problem. Apparently they bother Senator Obama enough now because apparently he's now disavowed these quote sound bites. So it's almost, you know, so we think there's a little bit more there because apparently even Senator Obama does. Sure. Well, well, Senator Obama is, is doing what he should do. He's running for president. And Jeremiah Wright is doing what he should do. He is a preacher and a so, prophet. And he's like, I got to get to the airport. I got to go close the door. And I was like, please. <laughs> and he's like, well, I close the door. I'm leaving. And I was like, just let, hear me out. If your mom died and I had the kids, wouldn't you want me to let them go with you to the funeral? Mm. And he just starts backing the car up. <laughs> and he wasn't going fast. Like, I'm not, I'm not bleeding, but <laughs> I just can't believe he would run me over. Mm -hmm. You think it was intentional? <laughs> he saw me standing right there. I wasn't far. I was touching my daughter in the car seat. So you... He knew. He, 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 he talked to me. He knew that he ran over your foot. This man's running for the United States Senate, and all he cares about right now is his reputation. I work at the mayor's office, okay. and this is a big problem. Okay. I've been trying to be very quiet about the way that he is for the sake of my kids and his reputation. He's the pastor at Ebenezer. He's, I have not involved people. I told the mayor we were getting a divorce simply because I report to one level beneath her, and I needed her to know in advance, but I've tried to keep the way that he acts under wraps for a long time, and today he crossed the line. So that is what is going on here, and he's a great actor. He is phenomenal at putting on a really good show. And all of a sudden she's screaming that I ran over her foot. I don't believe it. But I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, and certainly that was not my intent. intent. Yeah, okay, okay. Certainly not. My head was in the car and you drove Officer, off. Why would you Officer, because it's, because it's hot, it was not, that's not true. <laughs> Officer, because this goes on over and over again. My fellow Americans, I'm pleased to tell you today that I've signed legislation that will outlaw Russia forever. We'll begin bombing in five minutes.